This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance and Feeding America, Eastern Wisconsin. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq of 88.9. On this week's edition of This Bites, we got news about Pete's Pop and a garlic block party that's happening this evening. We also want to get into a little interesting story about a strawberry soda that you can pick up in the Sherman Park area and more. But we're going to kick it off with a couple of uh, exciting news. Um, before we get into Pete's Pop news, Braze is doing a garlic-infused block party today, this evening, mm-hmm. beginning at 5 to 9 p.m. Uh, and Walker's Point at 1101 South 2nd Street. And uh, they normally do their garlic block party. Usually it's on a weekend, but they're doing it on a Friday. Yeah, I think yeah. that's interesting that it's on a weekday. It's on a weekday. Um, but uh, just to share real quick, their menu, if you're interested, they have a humba. Uh, it's a f- Filipino braised pork, garlic, scape, rice, and radish slaw. There's uh, pork buns with scallion vinaigrette, spiced peanuts, and garlic chips, hence the, the garlic-infused stuff. Mm-hmm. This sounds interesting for all my uh, vegetarian friends. Uh, wood-roasted mushroom tacos. It's green garlic chimichurri, lime, crema, and queso fresco. Sounds good. There's also y- yakitori, uh, black garlic tare, scallion, and radish. Again, for the vegan people, crispy tofu pad thai with spiced peanuts, fresh herbs. And then they have a fancy pigs in the blanket, white wine, garlic sauces, gruyere, jardinera, and garlic maple syrup course they're uh, world famous i think it's purple doors doing this again or is it or are they doing it garlic ice cream i'm wondering about that who's doing it it doesn't yeah. say it's last purple time door, they did it but... purple door so maybe they're doing their own garlic ice cream it's not black garlic yeah, it's, it's garlic ice cream uh-huh interesting that's with bold house move. cracker jack yeah and then they close out with a dark chocolate sea salt brownie with a uh, black garlic caramel that sounds yummy so again that's uh braise is uh Garlic infused block party tonight, this evening, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. We'll post links at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bites. But you have some news to cool people off this I summer. Do. Uh, yes. What's the news? Well, Pete's Pops. I'm a big fan of Pete's Pops. In fact, I remember first having a Pete's Pop back in 2014. That's when his business started. Pete, that would be the owner, Pete Cooney. Um, started, you know, just with one, his, his first pop was an avocado pop. I remember that. Mm. Um, but since then he's grown a lot. He has a location at 38th and Valite. Um, he's got a new one in West Dallas. He's got another one in, uh, Bayview. Big news is that this summer he's doing a seasonal pop-up stand outside the Milwaukee public market. Uh, it's opening on June 25th and it's going to be open kind of weather dependent, Mm. Uh, but the interesting thing about it is that not only will he have his pops, which if you've had them, they come in flavors like salted watermelon. My favorite. I love that one. um, Chili, uh, pineapple chili, 
Um, he's got like a Vietnamese iced coffee, the, of course the avocado, he's got loads of them. Mm -hmm. He's also going to do, um, alcoholic flavors. So like boozy popsicles. That's my idea. I told him about that. So he, I need to take a little percentage off of that. So Pete Cooney, you like, you got to call me. Wasn't he, wasn't he doing that or like these pairings at the diplomat? Yep. Didn't he do that at one point too? Yeah. So that's big news. So I, I'm going to call him big papa. Big Papa. Get it? Papa? Pop? Anyway. I like it. I, I do. Anyway. Notorious P.O.P. <laughs> Coming up, we'll continue our conversation with the upcoming Milwaukee Food Truck Festival on This Bites. We'll be right back. A donation comes in many forms. A sustaining membership, one-time gift, and even that vehicle you no longer use. Whether it's a car, truck, or boat, donating is a great way to support this station. Even if it's no longer running, your vehicle donation could be worth hundreds of dollars in support of the programming you enjoy. Get the process started today by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with Ann Christensen and myself. Continuing our conversation. Uh, coming up, I just heard over in all Milwaukee, there will be a Milwaukee food truck festival. Uh, it's going to be put on by the folks at Summerfest, Milwaukee World Festival and all Milwaukee on my birthday, July 24th. Nice of they them. They must have known. They must have you known. Know, doing a little more than, than you have on my birthday, Ann. Um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Uh, just kidding. Um, so, again, it's from noon to 5 p.m. on July 24th. More than a dozen food trucks will be on site with cuisines, including Thai, Filipino, Middle Eastern, Italian, and Mexican. Um, I would expect to be more being Summerfest, you know, be the world's largest, you know, food truck festival knowing Summerfest. You think they would, mm -hmm. they would go bigger. But anyway, uh, <laughs> some of the food trucks include Better Together Cafe, Flawful Guys, Happy Dough Lucky, Hidden Kitchen, My Funnel Nice Bite Ice Cream, Hardwood Cafe, Tate's, I think it was formerly Meat on the Street. We talked about them. Yeah. We'll be there. Mai Tai's Kitchen are some of the food trucks that will be there. Um, uh, we'll post links to that as well. Next is your favorite spot. You, you love talking about this place, Colachinzo. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I love that restaurant. So they're reopening. They have reopened. Well, they were closed for about a month. They had been doing um, curbside pickup for, you know, mm -hmm. over a year and uh, closed for a month in working on some things so that they could reopen their patio. So just the patio is open right now, um, Tuesday through Saturday, five to nine. And they're hoping or planning to have the in uh, have in-house dining later this summer. Okay. So, but right now it's the patio and it's a really sweet patio. It's this adjacent patio that's has, um, you know, really nicely landscaped. So it feels kind of intimate and, you know, they have, um, umbrella top tables and, um, you know, if it starts to get cool, they have heaters, um, just really, uh, a really sweet patio. But, um, we could talk a little bit about the menu too. Sure. One of my favorite things to order there is an appetizer called arancino, um, so, which is um, a risotto fritter. It's deep fried, um, and it's served with a little, a little bit of brown butter vinaigrette and, and a salad. It's really delicious. Um, they also have uh, 
wonderful prosciutto. So if you just want something with focaccia, they make their own focaccia with prosciutto, 24-month Parma ham, um, creamy stracchino, stracchino, I think it's stracchino, cheese, um, before moving on to uh, some of their handmade pastas, like, I can mention some of these, um, they have a spinach ribbon pasta, a tagliatelle, with a white veal ragu and Parmigiano Reggiano. Um, they're doing uh, Roman spaghetti with pecorino and black pepper. That's a really classic, uh, really classic pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, ravioli um, de polenta. So it's polenta filled pasta, which is interesting with spring vegetables, herbs and Parmigiano Reggiano. Um, and then they have some other, other pastas uh, as well as, as well as risotto that you can get risotto there. And um, they have a couple of more um, entree type dishes like um, a griddled wild Alaskan halibut with spring vegetables. They also have a uh, pin Oak Ridge farms loin of lamb, uh, a six ounce Wagyu center cut ribeye um, served with arugula and salatina. So it uh, really sounds like a great spring, late spring, uh, early summer menu. Cool. Uh, next up, we got some uh, news about Bitter Cube, uh, Milwaukee's uh, hometown bitters that have gone nationally and probably uh-huh. internationally. Um, they announced they, uh, the founders, Nick and Ira, who are great peeps, uh, have amicably s- separated. Mm-hmm. Um, according to press release, uh, this provides them a fresh start. Uh, Ira uh, has bought the shares of Nick and Bittercube and their liquor company Heirloom, while Nick has taken control of their upstart garden variety and on-the-fly elixir brands, uniting them under his new company, Drinks Apothecary. Um, And then Ira will continue to consult on and open projects in his home state of Oklahoma and in the Milwaukee area. so, and they still have their project coming up in the uh, uh, Malcolm Yards Food Hall and Mr. Paul's Supper Club, which is uh, in Minneapolis. But they also have some upcoming and the upcoming North Avenue market as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's still be bitter cues. They split, but you know, they're doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Love those guys, Nick and Ira. They're really cool guys. Uh, and finally, uh, Juneteenth is uh, uh, next week. Juneteenth is June 19th. For those who don't know what Juneteenth is, it's, um, it's Milwaukee celebrates it. One of the biggest celebrations is in Milwaukee. Uh, cities across the country celebrate it. It's the day that commemorates the end of slavery in America uh, and the beginning of life of freedom of African Americans. But basically, it was in Texas that what happened. So, people, like, they didn't get the news. Slaves in Texas didn't get the news until later. Um, and there's rumors why. Um, but, you know. Um, so one of the celebrations is like they eat food with red colors. And that's why like, uh, what's that cake people love that's red? Red velvet. Red velvet. It's very popular in Juneteenth. So there's a lot of red foods during Juneteenth to celebrate that occasion. And um, James Causey on Facebook, a writer here in Milwaukee, shared that uh, the, the coffee shop Sherman Perk, located at 4924 West Roosevelt Drive, are selling a Juneteenth strawberry soda, which is red, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the soda is part of a fundraiser for the Milwaukee Times newspaper, black newspaper here in uh, in our city. And they're selling it on a limited time. So if you're interested in supporting uh, a, a, 
um, a black-owned newspaper or get a really tasty soda, check out Sherman Perk. Um, Are they making the soda? I think so, yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps up this edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin and generosity from your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org. Flash This Bites. Find us on iTunes, NPR, or Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback is important, so please rate and review. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. Have a great weekend, Anne. You too.